you go with some shine down to get the podcast started. You'll have to forgive me. This one's going to be short because for the last 10 minutes, I've been talking without recording. So thank you for joining this live and ad-free episode, live and ad-free on Anchor, my podcast, Southeast Third. I'm your host, Aaron Rollins. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Christmas came and went. I got some pretty decent gifts from Jamie's family. Um, there was a power drill, some drill bits, some other stuff that, you know, came with all of that. And then her aunt and uncle got me some clothes. Not clothes I wanted, but they got me clothes, so there's that. But uh, all that to say, um, when, they, when I was opening all that shit up, Jamie's like, okay, so my parents got you that, and they wanted me to let you know they expect you to help me with something. I'm like, what? It can't be that big of a deal that they couldn't have done it while they were here it's like no they want my safe installed against the wall in the closet area i'm like motherfucker should have known i should have known that this was not just a simple gift it was it came with expectation (laughs) so i'll be doing that i just don't think that's a good idea because this is a house we're leasing we don't own this house and it's gonna have to come with us when we leave so how long is that safe gonna fucking be there you know i guess a temporary thing is, is better than not having it at all. So, you know, can't argue my way out of this one. I'm, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a, a good, a good, what's the word, um, modification, right? Is the landlord going to hold us accountable for whatever damage occurs to the wall for me screwing shit in there? You know, it's, it's not like I'm going to bust the whole fucking side down, but I'm definitely going to leave some holes in it from where we install the safe. But whatever, it don't matter. So. There's all of that. Um, I was talking about my brother a minute ago when the podcast was a fucking recording about how, <laughs> you know, it's funny how he'll spend like 30 seconds, maybe maybe a minute talking about the good things in my life, but then he'll spend a whole half hour talking about the bad things in my life, you know? <laughs> I called him negativo a couple of times, and I guess that's because the, the good shit doesn't really sell. It's not like people are are chomping at the bit. It's like, oh, did Aaron go skydiving again? When's the next time he's going to Mexico? Or, you know, none of all that stuff. You know, all that was awesome. And I, I had a great time. Like, I still get goosebumps talking about the time I went skydiving. But, uh, you know, that nobody cares about that shit. They want to know about the, <laughs> the, the aggravation and the anger and the frustration and the, the arguments and the bickering. Like, that's something about Shane. He loves bickering. He loves it when people argue and get frustrated and angry. <laughs> I think it's, it's usually because he does it to people, and that's something that he just gets—he gets his rocks off, um, and he'll he'll enjoy it just as much if it's not because of him, you know. Or maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's more bec- he enjoys it more because he's involved. I can't imagine. I just know that you know if, if there's something where people are, are bitching and Shane's around, he's going to be the one smiling and laughing. He's not going to join you. He's not going to be like, oh man, that's tough. I I understand what you're going through. No, he's, he's going to laugh. <laughs> he's going to laugh at you, uh, not with you. So, you know, I was, I was thinking about this. Um, I, I remember him saying one time that my cousins had asked me, he's like, hey, when's Aaron ever going to come around? And he says, uh, I don't think he comes to these things because he doesn't like y'all. And he he didn't, like, try to say it with a, a twist or a joke or, or, you know, that he was in jest or whatever. He said it deadpan like he meant it. And they, I think they received that. And for a while there, they thought that I really didn't want to be around them. I, at the time, no, that wasn't the case. The case was is that I was broke a lot. And taking a, a two-and-a-half-hour drive was hard on me. And I had risked uh, you know, my car breaking down. I, I mean, I kept that bitch going for five-and-a-half, six years 
because I didn't drive it all over the fucking east side of Texas. You know, I stayed in my town. <laughs> oh, man. The, the problem with that is, is that now I don't ever want to go anywhere. Even though I got a newer car and it's in better shape, I still don't want to drive nowhere because I'm, I don't like driving long distances no more. <laughs> I just want to stay home. Um, you know, Shane was on to something when he was talking about going on cruises. And he's like, no, man, I, I don't want to go on a cruise with my kids and my wife. I'm, if I'm going, I want to go solo and just kind of fuck around. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, if, if I'm going on a trip... Granted, the, the cruise was awesome. It didn't bother me to have Jamie there until she started getting shitty. Um, she got sick because we went on a, um, a boat ride to, on, to get on a submarine, and that made her nauseous. And whenever she's sick or not feeling well, she gets shitty. So, what was I saying? Um, she, she, yeah, going on the cruise was great. Yeah, I didn't mind the, the company. And Shane was like, you know, if I'm going on a cruise, I want to just be by my own. And I was like, you know what? I probably would have had more fun if I was by myself. But... I also probably would have spent more money and lost more money if I had been by myself. Um, yeah, I just, when it came to the gambling, I was like, dude, I really want to go back, back and fucking try again. You know, I want to play some cards. I want to, you know, get into a poker tournament. And, uh, yeah, that's that's not the way, you know, that you, uh, you can't bet small and win big. You bet big, lose, and then you play long enough to where you finally win. But you got to be willing to lose you know, 800, 1,000, 1,200 bucks before you hit a big winning of like 2,500 or three grand. And that's something I learned from um, this lady that's been in my life since I was a kid. Her name's Karen Fagan. I was really close to her son. Um, that's something I learned from her is that you got to lose a lot of money before you win shit. So, uh, yeah, you know, it just took me, took me a minute to remember that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I don't have that kind of money. So I'll just write off what I lost as a loss. I planned for this. I'm not going to push it any further, and that's that. So without Jamie behind me, reminding me, he's like, hey, man, motherfucker, you ain't got that kind of money. Maybe I probably would have gone off the deep end a little bit. So it was good that she, you know, kept me in check. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was, it still was a good trip, man. I highly encourage you to go uh, on a cruise if you've never gone on a cruise to all my listeners out there. Um, yeah, so I was talking about the radio stations a second ago when I wasn't fucking recording. Oh, it's aggravating as hell. Um, I listen to either 1025 The Bear or 1073 The Fox at Central Texas Rock Radio because I can't listen to 971 The Eagle no more. It's practically, no, it's not practically. It is. 971 The Eagle is dead. And that was like my go to rock station because the Russ Martin show was on there. And granted, I wasn't a big fan of Alfie or Chloe. It turns out Chloe was a fucking pedophile, for, so that's for good reason. But I wasn't a fan of either one of those two. But, you know, Russ Martin was actually pretty fucking funny. Um, he was raunchy and, and kind of nasty. But, you know, still, he, he had some really good jokes. Uh, he had some really good characters on the show, man. And he passed away, and that really bummed me out because he was, I mean, he was a huge influence in the community that he was in. And, you know, he's a millionaire, so he's, you know, having random acts of kindness where he bought people, like, birthday presents and Christmas presents. And he'd bring gifts to the station for people. You know, even though he was an asshole, he had... He had that kindness in him to where he's like, yeah, I got all this money. I'm not doing anything with it. Let me buy people some nice shit so that they'll remember me. And that's what happened is that, you know, when, when he passed away and at his funeral, everybody talked about how kind he was. You know, even though he was a jerk and he talked to people shitty and, and, and it was usually on the radio that he did that, um, you know, when he was off air and he realized that somebody had something going on, he was there. And he had a huge impact in the police community because of all the 
you know, money he raised for fallen officers in a line of duty and stuff. And uh, anyway, I'm going on and on about this motherfucker. Um, just to say that, you know, I can't listen to 971 The Eagle no more because he died. And since he died, they lost all their fucking ratings. All the fucking ratings went with them. And I was on a Reddit channel, you know, trying to figure out what was going on, how he died and all that stuff. Um, turns out, you know, his lifestyle wasn't great for the heart condition he had. Um, it was either a heart or a circulatory condition. I can't really remember now because I only read a little bit about it. But um, something happened after his surgery and he was supposed to be, you know, like changing up his lifestyle. And he just didn't fucking do it. I remember I called on to the station one time because I could hear a cork going in and out of a bottle while they were live on air and he was notorious for drinking on air and I remember that happening and um I called up there I was like it's rush drinking again and they're like uh maybe I said motherfucker and they cut me off before I could cuss on the radio because they don't you know they get fined if they get caught cussing so <laughs> um but it just I was like dude this this isn't good and two years later he was dead <laughs> You know, but yeah, what can you do? What can you do? You, you can only tell people so much, and then that whatever happens to them after that is what happens, right? I've been trying to tell my dad about his fucking sugar intake, and it just is not sticking. Dude, it's not sticking. Anyway, um, so my brother was, once again, I'm, this is an episode about my brother. He takes up fucking space in my head rent-free because uh, he's, you know, talking about me all the time. Uh, <laughs> he was trying to, you know, get on my ass about... Yeah, he was coming up with some plan. He's like, man, I don't care. I'll go I'll go live in my car. He's like, Aaron, it's not that easy, son. Uh, yeah, motherfucker, it is. I, I, I know how it's done because I've done it before. Okay, I've lived out of my car. It wasn't for like six months or a year, but it was for a couple of months. So I've done it. It can be done. So don't give me that shit. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I like having a house. I like sleeping in a bed, but I'm I'm fine. I, I'll be fine. Um, you know, as long as I get to the final objective of graduating and getting into a PA program so I can be a physician's assistant when I'm done, I don't give a fuck what happens in between. <laughs> I don't. You know, as long as I don't go to prison, I mean that'll that'll fuck up any chance I have of, of getting a license. But um, if if I have to, you know, goddamn. Live in my car or, hell, live in a tent outside of town. If that's what it takes to, to get the job done, then that's what it takes. Uh, you know, granted, that's a that's a small, a very small percentage of people that endure that and are successful. <laughs> so let's not say that that's the, the plan we're betting on. That's not plan A. That's uh, the contingency in place if, like, worse comes to worse. You know, I'll buy a fucking tent and live out on the outskirts of town. Um just, just sleeping in it at night, you know. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not gonna live in a fucking tent. Shit. It's uh. I mean, that's. I mean, that would be interesting if it was for like a purpose. Am I raising money for a charity? Um, am I trying to set a record for how I can survive in certain climates? Am I on a TV show? You know that that would make it worthwhile just doing it because i can't stand the bitch i'm with and i i want to change the scenery that ain't sufficient that's not a sufficient enough reason um you know if i if i get poor and broke and i'm like i can't afford my own place i will find roommates to live with you know there are plenty of websites out there that i found hang on a second there are plenty of places that i found that um what was i gonna say oh mike's calling me 
Uh, there are plenty of places I found online that allow you to rent a room. God damn it, I got all this shit going on. I'm about to go into work. I'm supposed to be doing the podcast. Uh, well, I appreciate y'all tuning in anyway. This is a short one, like I said, because I talked for 10 minutes without fucking recording. I'm an idiot. Um, anyway, I'm getting into work. I appreciate y'all tuning in. This has been Aaron Rollins from Southeast Third. Y'all have a happy new year. Drive safe, drink water, take care of yourselves. This has been Aaron Rollins. We did it live and ad-free, motherfucker. And I'm signing off.